Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. People were disappointed. They were frustrated. They were let down. I had to close by the you. door to the studio before I... Oh, scared the oh, oh. hell yeah. out of, out of yeah, Stephanie okay. and everybody. Had to close the door? It wasn't already a thing? Nah, because I, <laughs> they got me in a closet, so I need so I need the uh so I need the I need the Wi-Fi. <clears throat> so it's Friday, we're giving you a chance to redeem yourself after yesterday's poor performance. You always oh, get a second oh, oh. chance. You always get a second so chance. Now I'm, ben, now I'm Ben Simmons. Well, okay. no, no. Let's hope you're not. Let's hope you're not, because I'll have to play Jacques Vaughn again. I don't want to do this because I believe in you. I know you got better in you. So let's do it right now. And by the way, the gong is ready. Okay, well, bring me in the right way, then, son. Well, let's do it. So it's hour number three of Barton Hot on a football Friday, on a championship football Friday, with all the people that want to talk to you, listening all around the New York area, a moment that they use to get them through the rest of their day. So I ask you, Bart Scott, when it's hour number three, what's that mean? To all the jabronis that depend on me, Barstradamus, the mad backer. It's the power hour, 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 hour. What more do you want from me? Damn, they're putting muscle in my, in, my, in my side, man. Shake the whole office? Yeah, it's definitely came in. Hey, hey, Get them all running? Close the door all the way. Are you okay, Bart? Are you okay? Can't wait. <laughs> I think Donna. I think Donna felt that all the way out in, uh, where is she? Well, one of the islips, maybe? Yeah, I'm, 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 like, I'm, like, Doc, I'm like Doc Hudson. <laughs> I can still run, ka-chow. <laughs> My name's Mater. Like Tuh, Like Tuh Mater? Without the Tuh. Without the Tuh. I like it. All right. You're back in good graces. Okay. I think the people are feeling it. 800-919-3776. Of course, let Bart know. Did he move you today? Like you need to be moved, especially on a Friday. When and we're in that be- middle part of the day. You got to get to the end of the day, and we push you. Shove you. To everybody, to everybody out there that may not have their best day all the time, mm-hmm. and I was an example of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. We fall down, <laughs> but we get up. Exactly. We fall down. Okay, that's enough. Bart, I'll get Hi, you fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. I got fired up last night because. While the Knicks might have blown that another lead, well, they didn't blow. Well, they guess didn't blow the lead because they didn't lose. What I watch, though, as I'm watching them play against the Celtics, and while there are times this season where it's maddening and you're just like, man, what is going on with this team? 
And then there's other times where you see them just, oh, I feel like it's overachieving. That's what they are doing. They're supposed to be a 500 team. That's what Vegas told us. That's what all the analytics told us. It's going to be a team that's going to hover around 500. They are above 500. They have been there for the better part of this now, like last quarter of the season. And so with that in mind, I remember the conversation we had earlier this week, Bart, and I just kept saying to myself, if I'm looking at this big picture from a front office perspective, where I am right now, I feel like there is something to work with here. I don't know what they can be, but there's no ceiling because this is not the final product. This roster needs some upgrades, yes. But there's something to work with here because you have Julius Randle making another all-star case last night nationally on TNT with everybody watching as the starters were named. He makes a case by the way he played in that game, a couple of vicious dunks over people, one of them being Jason Tatum. And the way he's playing, Jalen Brunson has had a great year. They could very much make a case to have two all-stars as reserves. Probably won't happen, but they could make the case for it. And they win this game in Boston, which is not easy to do. They hand Boston their first divisional loss of the season. And I'm thinking, when Bart's telling me to blow this thing up and trade ran all that stuff, I'm thinking, no. What I need to do is put the pressure on the front office to say, I see the effort this coaching staff has done. I see the effort this team has done. And I'm going to do what it takes to get you the upgrades to take you from a team that everybody looks and says they ain't beating anybody in the first round to a team that everybody says you don't want to play them in the first round. Mm. Not easy to do, Bart, but I feel like if I'm running this franchise, that's my immediate goal right now. Not blow it up, what's the use? They can't do anything. You disagree with me, I know, but that's where I am right now no, about no, I, this team. I don't. I just... I'm thinking long-term. What's the long-term plan? If you're saying we're going to buy in, but we can get out of these contracts or we still have moves, we can win and actively look at and think about our next couple moves, then so be it. Really? That's all you got for me now? That's what I'm saying. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I agree with you that yesterday gave you an indication that if this team plays, now I know they didn't have Marcus Smart, like you said. Yeah, that's a big but, piece that Celtics were missing, no doubt. Yeah, But, but the then, Knicks but, were but missing that, their big defensive piece in Mitchell Robinson. Exactly. You know, so, like, what I'm saying is I can see your argument. I'm saying I can understand exactly what you're saying. I'm just trying to get you to see it from my perspective, too. We're, we're both looking at the same object from different sides of it. And I'm just saying my frustration is where are we going and what's the long-term solution? I'm tired of being a team without a superstar. Yes. had an opportunity to get a superstar maybe twice last year because Hollenberg is probably going to be – did Wally decide if he's going to be an all-star this year? <laughs> now Wally says he should be an all-star, yes. Okay. But he's been injured, though. He's been hurt now, but, so but, but don't he hasn't matter. played I'm in a while. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the talent, right? They had an opportunity two times to get Man, he, a guy. He, he was always an all-star year. talent this, this, this yeah. season, yes. That was not a question. That's what I'm saying. So, so like with that being said, those are two guys that should have been in the Knicks uniform before they even got in the league, and you had an opportunity, or yes. maybe you didn't know about Hallenberg last year, but he was available, and you didn't know about it. So that's two more missed opportunities. You missed on these guys four times. So what I'm saying is, how do you get that guy? Yeah, well, that's my frustration about this season is that what could have been if they went and pulled the trigger on the Donovan Mitchell deal? Remember, Jalen Brunson was already in the fold. He was already there. So if you added that piece, how much better would they be? Now, the Cavs are, what, 
in fifth. They're, yep. they're slightly ahead of you, about three games. So they're three games better than you right now. That's what they are. So is the difference a matter of three games? And even with Donovan Mitchell, nah, would they not be that. a top-four team? You I don't know. To, you about to go. Listen, I know you're off to a good start with this tough part of your schedule. But the numbers and analytics probably tell you that, hey, you won't catch them with these three games. You Let me ask you a question. back another three games. They have got the Nets. And yeah, the Lakers. Easy. They just lost to the Pistons. Nets just lost to the Pistons. I they have the Nets and the Lakers as the next two games. Of the next 20. I'm just talking about the next two. But you're all about looking like forward to the to the deep future. I'm always about where, where my feet I, are. Where are my feet the, right now? That's, that's what I, I got to worry about. Where are my feet right now? Because I know the presence is, isn't good. Like the presence isn't like the presence is just respectability. I'm talking about the future where you like respect it. That's why I need. Listen, I need. Yeah, I but need you know Julius, you got to earn that, though, don't you? I, don't I you got to earn that? Remember we had Mitch Rob. Remember we had um, uh, R.J. Barrett on, mm-hmm. and he said he was going to play video games. I need him to start playing video games with more guys around the league. And maybe if he become the best, like Call of Duty wingman or something, they'll say, you know what, man? I like man. I would love to come play with you so we can play video games all the time. I'm yeah, gonna ask for a trade. Yeah. Well, again, but again, I go back to this. See, that's that's my that, again. This is the maddening part for me. Who's your people? Because I ha- it took me this long to get over not getting Donovan Mitchell. It took me a whole half season to get over it, and I had to get over it. It's time to move on because that's that where there's a guy who a wanted to be here, wanted to be about it, thought he was coming here, all that stuff. So it was so frustrating because that it is that's the unicorn, that's the white whale, Bart, the guy that is. An all-star caliber player. He was just voted as a starter in the West. In the East, I should say. In the East. Like, that's the all-star caliber player who wanted to be here. Those guys are few and far between. You know what's funny? And so, it took a long time to get over it. But now it's like, all right, I got to get over this. And I got to see, what do I have? What am I dealing with? And how do I make it better? And that's all I spent after that game last night thinking about and then this morning as well, going over, hey, what are we going to talk about today? We've got to talk about the game. What am I going to say? Well, this is what I'm saying. Because I feel like it's time to move on from that. And okay, well, how do you now go from here? And I kept thinking the front office cannot let what happened with Donovan Mitchell happen again. You know, you know, you know who who you guys passed on when you passed on Donovan Mitchell? You guys passed on Dwayne Wade. He's I mean, D Wade. It's, it's a pretty close comparison. Yeah. D Wade. Not exactly and- the same. D Wade a little bit. A little bit more dynamic, but I mean, I, I I feel it. I feel it, and that's frustrating, no doubt. Kendrick Perkins, who has had, he generally is not somebody that will always just give flowers for no reason. Like he is somebody that is a straight shooter. Perk on first take, talking about the Knicks and what he saw last night against his beloved Celtics. All I've been hearing about is that the Knicks don't have a superstar, but guess what? They have a dynamic duo in Julius Randle and Jalen Bronson. And last night they had 66. They combined for 66 of the 120 points for the Knicks. The Knicks are playing inspiring basketball. Julius Randle should be an all-star, and Jalen Bronson should be an all-star. That's how I feel. It's not about the Celtics. It's about Mm. the Knicks. Now, the Celtics had their problems. They lost three in a row now, but... From a Nick perspective, like I said, I, I left that game saying to myself, we got to get over what they aren't, get over what they didn't get, and figure out how do they advance the cause. And that's not pressure on the coach. That's not pressure on Randall. That's not pressure on Brunson. Those guys, the three most important pieces, 
as far as the team goes, those three guys have all done what they're supposed to do. They all have contributed to winning. It's time now for the front office to recognize where they are right now with a trade deadline coming up and being aggressive in improving this roster so they cannot be in the 7-10, but they can lock up a top six spot and be a lot more competitive than also ran in the postseason. That's how you advance the cause. That's how you, as you said, get people from around the league to say, I like what they got going on there. I want to be part of that. Because chasing stars and waiting for the next superstar to be available, that's over. You had that. You didn't want to pay the price for it in September. And by that, you are where you are. That's where I am with this. Where are you? 800 now with nine. 3776. Let's go to Colin in the Bronx. Go ahead, Colin. Oh, what's going on, Barton Han? So, listen, I'm a little frustrated, obviously, as a Knicks fan, but not for the reasons you were going to assume. I think the Knicks team right now is pretty good. Like, if they were in the West, they'd be a four seed and they'd be a game and a half back from the Kings. It's unfortunate. Yeah, they would be currently, they would be the four seed in the West right now with their current record. Look it up. Now, this team is, it's unfortunate, yes, there's still a lot of different things that need to be done, but they're, I have my entire life as a Knicks fan, since I started watching it when I was about five or six years old, really paying attention, they have been constantly mediocre besides that one little fleeting Carmelo Anthony season. My highlight of my Knicks career is the Linsanity moment. Now, finally, this team is at a point where it's solid. You could argue it's, it's pretty good, but they have the ability right now to probably be consistently okay to good for the next couple of years. And I haven't seen that in my entire life. Obviously, we want to improve the team. But if there is not something where it's a perfect situation and a great scenario, like Donovan Mitchell was, we missed out on that. We missed out on that deal. We're not going to go back on it. It's it's over. It's done with. But unless it's a perfect situation, don't make the big mistake and being overly aggressive to make a move like that Carmelo Anthony deal, which was good for a tiny moment and then it set the franchise back. I would love to have the Knicks be good for a couple of years and let's be patient. And when something hits perfectly, my goal is hopefully something in free agency because I don't want to do a trade where you lose assets to gain assets and there's no guarantee that it's going to work out. Now, Colin, so, let me let me just – I get – and your, your point is well taken, and I completely get it because that's – how you build is get – you know, you go from a laughing stock to being at least competitive – to then being good year after year until there's that reputation of, you know, that, that they're always good. And then you try to build from there. Now, Bar Collins, right? I just checked it. The Knicks record is 27 and 23. That would be fourth in the Western Conference. Okay. The Pelicans are 26 and 23. The Clippers are 27 and 24. The Mavericks are 26 and 24. And then the Suns are 25 and 25. Warriors are 24 and 24. I mean, this is everybody's 500. And the Knicks actually would have the fourth best record in the West. Now, again, it's a different schedule, blah, blah, blah. But he's right. Now, what he's wrong about is the Mellow trade didn't set the franchise back. The Andrea Bargnani trade set the franchise back. Let's make that clear. I I don't like when people say that the Mellow trade set him back. They did not. The Bargnani trade set him back. But besides that, 
Everything else he said was right. It's, it's, it's weird, right? Would you, when you think about the Knicks, like sometimes if you can't get a superstar, would you take a bad character guy? Now, what does that mean? Bridges. Oh, you're talking about like like when they went for Latrell Sprewell. Yeah. After Latrell Sprewell got into that stuff with PJ. Yeah. Uh, Carlissimo and would you, you know take they the PR. Would you take the PR hit to get the bad player that, that's looking for a second chance? The only problem with the Bridges thing, it really doesn't fit with with who you know what what you need like that's not Still a fit another star but and he's not a star well he, he was wait, I mean. he's about to get paid he's not a star but i get what you're saying is you find you got to take a chance somewhere yeah you you take a chance on something like that i don't see that risk. in the league right now i don't see it in the league right now but i get what you're saying they did it they did it in 99 and it worked out famously cuz at that time Latrell was somebody that you know was almost untouchable. deemed untouchable he around the league his coach yeah and the Knicks, the Knicks looked into it and said, we need a piece like this, and they went and got it, and it famously worked because it got them to a, an NBA Finals and then a Conference Finals the year after. Um, I do think, though, you you have to look at everything if you're them. And you can't apologize for it because you're just trying to get better. And if there's a way to get better, you look into it. Uh, is it Bishoy in Wallington? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Uh, big fan, first time. On and hey, Alan, uh, I basically just wanted to, to ask you this, man, because I, I'm like you. I, I, I was blaming the Knicks front office for so long for not getting Donovan Mitchell, but after talking about it for some time, I, I don't think Danny Ainge was ever going to trade him to us. And it, it goes back to the last offer that I heard was made in the summer. I could have sworn we offered RJ to Utah in a package with unprotected picks, and then they said no. We re signed RJ right after that, and then Cleveland came in with our offer, and we never even got a chance to counter. So I just – I I know the, the front office is, is worth deserving of a lot of blame over the last couple of years, but I just – I don't think it's their fault on this one. Am I wrong? Uh, you, you're, you're, you're right and wrong. I mean, there's a couple of things with this. First of all, the, the idea that the Jazz were never going to trade him to the Knicks is not true. The, the Jazz were only talking to the Knicks for the longest time. The reality of it is, is that they were being as you you can look back and find the videos I did back in you know in the summer on social media about it is and I was saying it on our show too, but is that they they wanted everything they wanted the young player on the verge of you know taking a step and then they, they wanted the picks Sexton. they had Sexton to give well that's what again the, I'll get to the cab part in a minute but they they wanted players and picks they wanted both. And the Knicks were like, we ain't giving you both. Like you can, if you want RJ, we're not giving you multiple picks. And they said, no, you, that's what we want. So they kept trying to like, all right, if we're do, if we're doing the picks, then you're going to take these players. And they were, of course, not as valuable as RJ Barrett. Quickly, and RJ. And no, not I just said RJ was out of uh, an offer that they had. If you're going to do the picks, they weren't going to do both. They didn't feel they had to because they didn't feel like they were negotiating against anybody. What happened was, is this thing dragged along. The Knicks gave him a deadline and said, we have to sign RJ to an extension. If you don't do a deal with him by this day, we're going to sign him to an extension. They did that. And when Cleveland saw it, they jumped back in and said, what if we gave you Markinen and Sexton and these picks? And they said, but if you t- if you don't take it, like if, if you go back to them, the deal's off the table. So the, the Cavs basically said, this offer has continued that you don't go back to the Knicks and let them counter. So that's why that deal went down that way. The Knicks never had a chance to counter because Colby Altman, the GM of the Cavs, did the right thing. He said, this is the offer, but it comes off the table if you go to them. And so they took the deal. 
Now, Markkinen turned into an all-star. They got two, you know, and Colin Sexton has been a good player off the bench for them as well. And they got picks. So it worked out, really, for, for both sides. They got what they wanted. And in the end, the Knicks felt it was too high a cost to give up Barrett and the picks. That was that was pretty much the end of it. But when you look back, you can now assess, was it too much? Barrett's been good but not great this year, right? And you could argue with Mitchell, they'd be a better team. Yeah. But Barrett is also 22 years old. Mitchell's not old as hell. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, the argument can be made that there's still time for R.J. Barrett to emerge. But right now, because of what it looks like. But as I said, I got to get over this. And I want to get over it. And my point about the Knicks is one thing, and it's one thing only. They are they have something to work with. They have a winning record. These are things we're try- we, we keep ignoring because they're not the Celtics in first place with the best record and a star who's an MVP candidate. So because of it, it still feels substandard. Well, they're never going to win a championship. Not this year, no. But at least they're building towards something. I don't know what the ceiling is because the roster is not a finished product. They are not the Yankees. They are still trying to build something. They are more like the Giants. It's what they do next with the roster that is critical. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The verdicts are in, Bart. This was a much better power hour for you. Okay, okay. I'm making making my way back. Jose... That power hour roar put a huge smile on my face. Making my way downtown. (laughs) White chicks. Lou at Stoney Jackson said, a way better power hour than yesterday. Now I'm a little more hyped to start the weekend shenanigans. All right. Mo said, I think it's safe to say Bart Scott power hour was way better than yesterday. Correct the mundo. All right. 
So we're good now, right? We good? Although you're mad at me because I I made a thing about it. I'm just trying. I'm trying to make you a better you. First forty-eight. First forty-eight. You snitched. I didn't snitch. Pointed out that I I saw better in you. (laughs) I'm not accepting mediocrity from you. Son, son, can 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 you do that for me every play? Yes, coach. Something wrong with your Abadula got a Colonel Sanders? <laughs> You're the water boy. <laughs> All right, let's get some lunch money in here presented by Goslings. So we have Championship Sunday. The first game, 3 o'clock, the Niners and the Eagles. The Eagles are laying two and a half, and this game is the home team. 53 degrees expected at game time, partly cloudy. Little bit, maybe a little bit of chance of precipitation, but not too much. So with that in mind, do we favor the Eagles or the Niners? Are you taking the Niners in the two and a half points, or are you laying them and taking the Eagles? I know you've been pretty clear on what you feel here, but explain yourself and your pick, please. I mean, I'm going to go with the 49ers in the points because I just think Shanahan will figure out a way. I think the teams are equally matched. I think we're worrying about Brock Purdy coming back to earth. Maybe this is the game where Jalen Hurts uh, kind of you know makes some, some mistakes we're not accustomed to seeing. Uh, it's going to be uh, interesting. Um, usually, usually the luck of the young quarterback, whether it was Mark Sanchez or Joe Flacco, usually ran out at this point. Um, when you think about these Cinderella stories, let's see if Brock Purdy is a outlier. Mm. Now the two of them combine for 47 years and 208 days old. It's the youngest starting quarterback matchup in conference championship round. They did play each other in college. It's been talked about a lot. Uh, Hurts in Oklahoma beat Iowa State and Purdy. It was 42-41. Both of them had huge games. But that's college, as we know. So how much do you put into the experience or lack thereof factor? Because you as a defensive player, on either side of this team, I imagine would we'll be looking at the, the opposite quarterback and thinking, we got to rattle them. Because this is a huge stage. Neither player has been on a stage this big. Not even Hurts, who did play in a national championship game. I mean, listen, what I really want to see is, you know, you saw Dallas able to kind of get get some pressure last week on yep. uh, Purdy. Mm-hmm. But, man, when you look at Parsons, uh, 15 times against Trent Williams, uh, one semi-pressure, you know, he is the, the best in the business. And you talk about those 15 uh, or the 75 sacks, do you get him by Trent Williams? Or if Trent Williams is going to be what he's always been, mm-hmm. and how how difficult would that mean? Because you have all of a sudden you're used to getting pressure and working off of that, and Trent Williams is stonewalling you, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. we can't get to this guy. And how emboldened will that make him become? Especially if you're able to run the ball against him as well. I mean that that video of Parsons trying to get around Williams. Did you see that? The feet yeah, circular. Oh my like, God, dancing bear. That he's was 34. The crazy thing is he's 34. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even realize that. So Purdy is trying to do something that you remember, of course, your guy Mark Sanchez was was the last to try to do it, which is winning three playoff games as a rookie starter. Mark got to the conference championship in 09. You guys were not able to win that game, so he wasn't able to do it. There's been only four others to do it. with two of them. Flacco, that's right, yeah, 08 with Flacco. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger in 04, and then Sean King in 99. So Purdy trying to do what those men couldn't do, which is as a rookie, win the championship game and get to the Super Bowl. Now, another stat, too, when you think about 
when does this, you know, like the, the, you know, when does it turn into a pumpkin? Purdy is also a guy who doesn't turn the football over. So most attempts without an interception by rookies in postseason history, he has 59, 59 passing attempts without an interception. That's incredible. The <laughs> previous dropped, mark. Dallas dropped two of them. Well, right. The previous mark was 14. Do you know that Tyler Hunt, Huntley actually went 13 in 2020? But the previous mark was 14. You know when that was set? In 1949 by Norm Van Brocklin. Wow. Yeah. That's how only, far and, back And they only go. threw the ball 14 times a game back then, too. <laughs> right. But this dude threw 59 passes without a pick. And so that is also something to watch in this game because, as we mentioned, the turnover game for the Bengals has been, you know, on their side. The turnover game in this one is certainly going to be something to watch as well. That's what certainly what the Eagles did with the Giants in their dominant win in the divisional round. All right, so you're still taking the Niners on the road. You'll take the points. You believe that's the team headed to the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Okay. On the other side of this, as we continue with lunch money, the AFC Championship game at 630. This one at Arrowhead. They might be renamed after the game. We'll see how it goes. But it's the Bengals and the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes and his high ankle sprain. He is the favorite, though. The Chiefs still have the one-point favorite here in this game. What do you see in this game? What do you think are going to happen in this game? Who will emerge into the Super Bowl? I mean, I just think all the momentum right now is just with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I feel like they got that big chip on their shoulder because they had the whole coin flip game. Uh, I think they're the, the healthier team. I think they're the deeper team uh, when you consider the most balanced team on both sides. They have an equally dominant defense that can carry, and they have an equally dominant offense that can that can put up points at any time, right? It's not just like – you know, the, the, the Chiefs – score points by throwing the ball and going through Mahomes, but they don't have a dominant run attack. Like, the Bengals have a, the ability to, to be dominant running the ball with, with Mixon. He's a special player there. You look at, you know, Hayden Hurst, you know, has closed the gap as far as the, the, the difference between tight ends and where you just, you know, lean all the way to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals is they have three receivers. So, like, if you – and, like, they don't have good corners or good safeties over there. They, they, they're a solid team that plays well with, from ahead. So I just think when you see how easy that, you know, I think I think the Bengals can score easier than the, the Chiefs can on their defense. Hmm. They always well, find a way to take away Kelsey and don't stop them, but they, they, they contain them. And if Kelsey can't get 13 catches like he did last week, I don't know where the other production comes, you know, for this team. I'll tell you what, Bart, when you said they play well when, you know, they play from ahead – both teams do. In fact, both teams are 11 and 0 when scoring first. So that first score of the game might be the most critical one. We always watch to see at the end, but for these teams it's always about getting off to a fast start. 11 and 0 when you score first, both teams. So that stat might change quickly, but that's certainly a stat to watch in this game. So again, Bengals and Chiefs, that's the Sunday game at 6:30. And both of them are going to be very compelling. But as we mentioned, the bow on this is, as I mentioned, they, maybe they have to change the name of Arrowhead because Joe Burrow is already 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. And as Bart has said, he has said it on TV, he has said it on these airwaves. If Joe Burrow beats Mahomes again at Arrowhead, again, like last year, it's time to hand over the crown. And Joe Burrow becomes the best quarterback in the league. 
You have to because it's the one guy you haven't beaten. And if he keeps beating you, that makes him better than you. Mm. That's Lunch Money presented by Goslings. Want a reason to escape the Florida this winter? Our friends at Goslings Rum are the official rum of the Honda Classic PGA Tournament, and they're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest open to U.S. residents 21 and over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited for official rules. Visit goslingsgiveaway.com. So, Bar, we got a busy weekend. 800-919-3776 is the number. But one other thing, though, that I I need some advice. Because Sunday's a real busy day when it comes to the football, obviously. Yes. I'm calling the Knicks-Nets game for uh, ESPN, for uh, actually MSG Networks, MSG Radio Networks, so on our airways, 98.7 ESPN. I'm calling the game with Ed Cohen in Brooklyn. It's a busy weekend. But I've got a dilemma. Mm. And as a dad, I kind of need other dads to help me out with it. Oh, you're, you're a dad. Yeah. yeah. You can help me with this. The callers can help me as well. It has to do with... How do I split my time when all <laughs> my kids have something going on Sunday? Volleyball here, hockey here, more hockey there. And I got two championship games that I got to watch because, you know, it's work. <laughs> so what do I do? How do I do it? I need all the tricks. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So Sunday we've got the championship games, NFL championship week. I mean, it's These are great games. 3 p.m. and 6.30. I got one daughter playing volleyball the whole damn day. Another daughter has hockey right in the middle of both games. Yeah, My son, I'm sure he's got a game. He's got a game every weekend. Yeah. How do, how do I like? I don't want to be the dad that's like at one of these events yeah. watching a game on the phone, looking like, oh yeah, you're not really watching your kid play. So is it better for me to stay home and just say yes. to my wife, "You yes. got to do all the driving and running yes. around. I got to work." Or no, be there at least you're present and watch it on your little phone screen, which 
by the way, that's so fugazi because then I come in Monday and I'm acting like I really watched the game when I didn't. Right. So, like, what's the best thing to do here? Because okay. I had to watch the half the Giant game on my phone at a hockey game, and that was that was not easy to do. And then you get those looks. You know, they all look at, oh, oh, he's on his phone the whole time, not even watching his daughter. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that kind of pressure. What do I do? Yeah, who cares? My daughter's not going to be – never mind. Yeah. I'll, put, I'll put it like this. Listen, F them kids, man. <laughs> That's what I say all the time. Listen, footprints, wifey, if, if you do this for me, there's something that I would do for you. Show up to the, to, 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 to the, to the early game. The volleyball all day, show up for two games, peace. If, especially if that's early before the game start, mm. peace. See you at the first games. See, I was there the whole time. Man, I, don't, I forgot what time I left. I saw you like, great, great job, boop. And then son, so you, so, he's so, supposed to, and son got to understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, holler at your boy. I holler at you. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's good about it. You he doesn't get, get wife, upset. You get, you get wifey a gift. But my my youngest one though, because she she's like a goal. She loves to score goals and celebrate. She goes nuts. Yeah. She looks up every time she scores, That's and if great. you're not watching, she flips out. That's okay. See, the, my my middle one, I probably could do that. I could go to the early part of the tournament and then dip. Yeah, you. Dip. I, I think that's all right. You dip. So you only have one kid. You have to appease that kid. Gets something when they come home. See, you got Saturday to go ahead and buy her something. So when she come home, it's like, yeah, sorry, I missed your game. Here you go. Here's a new pony. Bam. Mm, pony. Set. I don't know. Whatever. Do what you know what I'm saying? Whatever her pony equivalent is. Whether it's a, whatever it's like a, <laughs> pony a, 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 yeah, sweet ho- hoodie or some type of like yeah. pair of shoes, something like that. And you're uh, good. Trust me. They will leave you alone. They will bring you down to chip it, chicken. They will go up there, get the sour cream, get the dip, stir it for you, bring it down there so you don't have to miss. They're going to bring you the diapers so you don't have to miss a play by going to the bathroom if you do that. You bribe your family. I mean, come on, we do it all the time. Gotcha. So that's what I got to do. Saturday's the more important day than Sunday. It's like preemptive strike. Yes. You and then prepare. they're like totally understanding. You prepare. Yeah, I like that. The best way I can explain it, look, like I tell everybody. The way you don't have to stress. This isn't fun. I'm not just sitting here enjoying watching football. This is work. I'm and working. Guess what? And guess what? Guess what? When they come home, mm-hmm. all the food you ordered for your little watch party is idea. the food that they eat. So I got food ready for y'all when y'all come out. Wife, you ain't idea. got it. Wife, you don't have to stop Just, and go get food. The food's already here. We I'm got let, wings. Let, we got everybody ribs, at La Parma and Huntington know. I'm calling Sunday and I'm racking it up. That's uh, like that's it, La Parma. I hope you're ready. We're racking I, it up Sunday. It Bart's got me psyched up. This is the best game plan I've ever had. I don't have to cook dinner. Okay, thank you. Right, what? she and comes I gotta, home after a I, long day, doesn't have to cook. Yeah, and I got a and I and I and I got a gift. Who's better than you? <laughs> what? See, this is why you're, you're a great teammate. Great teammate. It's a it's a luxury when you can outspend your problems. <laughs> Certainly is. Have a great weekend, Bart. I'll see you Monday. I holla. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.